0: This is actually This is actually the first time I've ever um it's the first time I've ever drank on the uh, on the podcast so mm. um guess just go ahead and guess So uh it's a course banquet um I got about an hour to an. I'm hoping I can keep this to an hour because this is. Uh, I don't think I podcasted since um, Jesus Christ. I don't even remember now. End of June, you know it. Babies, listen. The it's so hard for me to podcast in the summertime. Okay, I'm already depressed thinking about the fact that it's like midway through August and then September and October and then it's cold. And then it's just the, it just, you know, how depressed I get, right? Seasonal depression is a real thing. Um, so you know, when I leave the office and if it's 96 degrees outside, I think, okay, um, do I stay here and podcast in this hot studio or do I go fish? Cause you know, if you follow me, you know that daddy loves the fish. I love to do it. You know, some people love to go to just breweries and get whatever overpriced beer they're getting or wine or just, they like to go out and drink and that's what they do for fun and whatever. Uh, that's what a lot of people do for fun. Um, I like to enjoy a, a craft beverage or two uh, around no one on a lake <laughs> and uh, and catch some fish. That's what I like to do. So. With that being said, I try to get out of here with enough time to do that after I wrap up my work here for the day. So, uh, it definitely this is more of a fall winter podcast. But like I said, when I came back a couple months ago, there's no rules, okay? There's no rules to any of this. Um, I'm gonna try to do it every week. I am, I've been saying it for months. I am going to try to get um, some sort of dual mic. Uh, a lot of people have been asking to come on. There's people I wanna have on. Um, And the dual mic is actually, you know, it's so crazy how easy things are now to obtain. Like I literally did like 20 minutes of research and found a dual mic setup for and how to do it within 20 minutes. It was like 150 bucks. Um, So we're going to be good. And I'm going to get this mic out of here. You can't see me if you watch my Instagram, you know that I'm using this blue snowball. Great mic. It's just I got to lean forward. You know, I got to lean forward like an old man. Um, I want one that kind of I can pull right into my mouth. You know what I mean? Hmm. Uh, anyway, so this, (laughs) man, I can feel already. I'm going to sweat telling these stories. This now I had a, I had a inkling. I think that's the right word that there would be some things that happened in Nashville or on the trip there. Cause we drove down EJ and I drove right. 20, uh, 1800 miles, both ways. So whatever that is, complete miles, uh, in the places we were going to stop, I knew just, just by default. Just by default, something's going to happen, right? And uh, Nashville, this might be a two-parter. I'm just saying this right now. This might be a two-parter. There's so much fucking gold in these events that I I just – I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Before I get into that, though – oh, also, too, I put up some questions on my Instagram that I'm going to answer. And actually, I think – I just put it up. I already got a couple, so I'm going to answer questions at the end about – I think the question I posed was – What is one thing that you wanna know about Nashville if you've never been? Um, And I already saw some funny ones, (laughs) which I will be able to answer for you. All right, so before I start, now I'm not gonna mention any names, okay? But yesterday I went out to the lobby here. I'm not gonna mention any names. (laughs) And I was wearing This exact outfit. Okay? Now, anybody who knows me knows that I just, you know, I dress, I dress with my heart. Whatever my heart's feeling, I'm gonna wear. I'm very lucky. Currently, for the last five to six years, I've been able to be alone in my own work environment that I've created here. So what that means is I don't gotta wear sleeves. I can wear shorts. I'm not wearing fucking underwear right now. And I can still make a living doing that the most depressed I ever was in my life was when I had to put on a uniform to go work for somebody else. Cause I didn't care. I didn't like the job and khakis are like khakis are the most unsexy thing anybody can wear guys and girls. Show me where the lie is there. Okay. You just look like a fucking nerd when you're wearing khakis. I'm, you know, if this is your first time listening, I know a lot of people are going to listen to this for the first time. So Daddy goes off on rants, okay? So I'm sorry if I went a little weird with the khakis there, but what I'm trying to say is this. Not saying any names because I love her. She's a friend. I would say she's an acquaintance and a friend in the mill. And she's helped us with business stuff and will continue to help us. But I have a response. And if you see this, or if you hear this, I hope this makes you chuckle too. Or maybe view the world a little differently. So I walked out yesterday. I don't even know what I was doing. I might have been going to get some food, maybe a nice Americano because you know that I love those. And I walked out dressed just like this. This is what I was wearing yesterday. I put this shirt on for a reason for the episode because it's going to put me back in that place. Unbuttoned, right? It's how I roll. It's a fucking great shirt. Great shirt. So I traipse out there. And, uh, this girl's there. The first thing she says to me is, does your wife let you leave the house like that? Eh. Eh. (laughs) So I know everybody here is thinking that I probably said something back. Um, but I didn't, I didn't. I just said, I said, yeah, she loves it. Um, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to say something back now. Cause I'm a two year face kind of guy, but I, wait a minute. I got a pager here. I, um, I haven't seen a pager since 95. It's got a number on it. Hold on. Let me, let me call the number. It's ringing. Hold on. Hello, uh, s- someone just paged me from this number. Oh, this is the office of Dr. Cuck. <laughs> this is the office of Dr. Cuck. I got a page number from here. Uh, I'm sorry. I think I might have the wrong number cause I'm not one of those people. Click. Sorry. Look, Guys and girls, if you're a girl and you tell your husband or boyfriend what to wear, and, and, oh, excuse me, and the guy listens, cuck. if you're a guy and you tell your girl what to wear, girls, you better not fucking listen to him. If he's like, no, nah, you're showing too much cleavage. Girls, show the cleave. Show the CT if you want to. Do you? <laughs> this podcast is already off the rails. Um <laughs> Um Don't listen, listen. If you're dating someone that says that to you, run. Run I was gonna say like Michael Johnson, but I don't think anybody knows it. I'm old. Okay. I'm 37. Michael Johnson was like the fastest man alive at some point. He wore gold shoes. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Gonna write it back in right now. Um, run. There are billions of people in the world, right? And 98% of them Look the same, dress the same, they shop at the same places, they do whatever they want, they wear very, very boring, boring clothes. Okay. I run a clothing company. I make some very serious stuff. I make foolish stuff. Doing a sale on Friday, cfcwear.com mini sale. Everything's 10% off. Brand new designs, reissues of 2018. You should probably check it out. Hmm. And I always said, when I got to a point where I didn't have to be told what to wear in a business setting, I was going to wear what I like, which is shorts, sandies, no underwear, and stuff like this. Your boy owns more custom tank tops than anybody in the world. I will put that up against anybody. More cut tanks. I sweat. I make stupid shirts. I make foolish shirts. I just love wearing stupid stuff. Now, when your boy needs to dress, I hit it out of the park. Your boy can dress his ass off. Don't want to. I wear a suit a couple times a year. Can you imagine wearing a suit every day? Oh, I know how to dress. I like how I dress. So again, no hard feelings here. Not going to say your name. But next time, um, and, and look, I don't know what it's like in your relationship. I don't know if, if you tell your man what to wear, maybe he likes being bossed around. People have kinks. I don't know. Um, but my girlfriend is the coolest fucking person alive. She encourages shit. She encourages my mustache. She encourages the fucking clothes I wear. And that's what it should be. Why even with the person, if you don't like what the fuck they wear? And especially this one, if you're a girl and your man is telling you what to wear, leave his ass, leave his ass. Because as sure as Coors Banquet is the greatest fucking beer alive, there is a stud out there that does not give a fuck what you wear. Wear what you like to wear. That's it. Cheers. All right. I'm sweating already. Um, Let's get into this fucking Nashville episode, huh? Let's go! Alright. Alright, I'm sorry. Babies. I'm super sorry for the delay. I, um... This was supposed to be out, I don't even know, last Friday. It doesn't matter. And I haven't podcasted in a month and a half because I'm telling you, I've spoken on this many a time. Your boy, uh, he likes to really enjoy the summer. And I really got to tell you, I get massive, massive depression in the winter. So in the summertime, it's really hard for me to justify podcasting for an hour and a half and then editing and then uploading and then doing all the stuff that nobody thinks goes into doing podcasting or anything. But it's a lot of shit on the back end. That being said, I knew a couple weeks away before I went to Nashville that the chance of us seeing things was going to be great. And this trip did not disappoint. Um, And yeah, this is, yeah, I, I, yeah, this is unbelievable. I had to add in the intro that you heard at the beginning of the show, because that happened like a day before I was going to podcast. And I just had to share that. So I think from now on, I'm going to open with a little bit of a story intro music. Then we're going to get into the meat and potatoes. Or the, the, is that the saying? Meat and potatoes? I don't fucking know. Anyway. Um, all right. So <laughs> I have my notes. And as I was writing my notes about Nashville, this was also the eating tour for me. EJ, to his credit, was more responsible than me. But I will say we were responsible with the things, with, excuse me, with the amount, not with the stuff with the amount we were responsible so to give you a little backstory uh we we SummerSlam was going to be in Nashville now for some of you guys listening who are going what the fuck is SummerSlam a lady across the way when I told her this that works at the cafe Lene goes is that a sex party (laughs) which would be an amazing name for a fucking sex party you know uh not that I would ever go to one of those I think that is the swinging lifestyle you know It's, uh, one person, one person enjoys it. One person had to be convinced. You know what I'm saying? Um, so let's see here. Um, so SummerSlam was in Nashville. SummerSlam is a WWE event. They were having it with the Titans play. Uh, so big stadium. I think there was 45, 50,000 people there. And we know some people who live in Nashville and EJ and I like taking trips. So we're like, all right. Let's do this. Because we went to WrestleMania a few years ago. Terrible experience. 100,000 people in New Jersey. They say it's New York. It's fucking New Jersey. It's where the Giants play. It's in a swamp. There's probably dead bodies scattered throughout. There's nothing around it. Once you're there, you're there. It was horrendous. It was like nine hours long. Um, so we knew this was going to be a better opportunity. And Nashville, to my memory, was a fantastic time. I've been there a couple times. I've talked about it. Now, every time I've gone... I've managed to avoid spending a ton of time on Broadway, which for those of you who don't know what Broadway is, uh, it is if OOB and the Old Port in Portland, Maine had a kid and then they had an illegitimate kid from Las Vegas and then they had another illegitimate kid with like a bunch of women on bachelorette parties puking in the street, that's Nashville. That's excuse me. That's Broadway. That's not all in Nashville. Nashville is pretty fucking dope as far as food, little cool dive bars and shit, which we'll get into. But Broadway is a different world. And I will get into that in a bit, especially now. I don't know what it is about now, but now it is the worst I've ever seen it. So with that being said, EJ and I booked our tickets, right? We're like, you know what? We'll fly down. Flying down, uh, apparently you gotta give up a toe to fly now. It was like twelve hundred bucks to fly from Boston to Nashville. So EJ was like, let's fucking drive. I was like, dude, I've never driven past Delaware, so let's fucking go. Split the split the trip up into two days. I think it was 18 hours there, 18 hours back. You know, you do eight, nine, ten hours a day. It's reasonable. Split the drive, he did most of the drive, he was in the fucking zone. Not because I'm a terrible co-pilot, but because he was in the fucking zone, dude. You know when someone's in the zone, you don't wanna you don't wanna mess with them? You know, you just make sure you ask. But every time, he was like, no, I'm good, I'm good. So, you know, what am I going to do? Jerk the wheel? Mm. Jesus, take the wheel. Okay, so we head out, I think Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday at like 11 a.m. from my house. Um, we started driving. Now, the first like five hours of this trip went by so fucking fast. I don't know why it went by so fast. But all of a sudden, we were in like Western PA, you know? That's the first thing I remember like coming to, being like, oh, this is cool. And uh, driving by places I had never been. Uh, Western PA is very much like Maine. It is quite weird how much like Maine it is. So we went through Western PA, and this is the part I was excited for, right? we I had never been past this point. Now, in college, I played somewhere in Virginia in football, and I played somewhere in Ohio. But when you go to play a... football game, you're in a fucking bus and you're with like 90 other sweaty ass dudes and you're just, you can't really see and you don't get to enjoy the place and whatever, right? You go play a football game, you get back on the bus. Um, so it didn't really count to me. It didn't really count. So as soon as we get close to, we get through, let me try to see here. You know what? Hold on a second. Your, your boy, your boy's not great with, uh, remembering or maps uh, so let's just look real quick. I'm literally on my phone right now, pulling up the, the pattern we went. Hold on the pattern, the route. Okay. So we went, ba, 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 ba. okay, here we go. All right. Cause we went through three States in like 10 minutes. So we were in Pennsylvania. We uh, dipped into Maryland, right? Dipped into Maryland, which why would you ever want to go to Maryland? Um, we, we kind of went by DC, right? We hit, We hit the head of West Virginia. If West Virginia was a penis, we hit the head. Just a little bit of the head. So I was in West Virginia, right? And all I could think about was the Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. If you have not seen that documentary, please watch it. Um, Probably will never go back. And then we got into Virginia. And we started playing clips. Because I don't know anybody else who's from Virginia. Or Pharrell. One of the two. Um, but dude, the vibe changes, right? As soon as you get, as soon as you go from Pennsylvania to Maryland, little tip, little tip, a little tip, West Virginia, the vibe changes, right? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but then you're in the South. You went from, you know, Hey, we're from fucking Maryland. We we're fucking white and we wear fucking salmon colored shorts and mm." spilled water all down my pants. Um, and then you're in, you're in Virginia and we were staying in, where the fuck were we staying? Winchester, Winchester, Virginia. So we fucking, we get there, right? We fucking stay at this Airbnb that is right next to this little cool street that looks like, I don't know. It looks like the old port. Like, you know what I'm talking about? People listen in Portland, Maine. Like, look at like the old port. It's like all the bars and restaurants. I was like, oh, cool. But there was nobody around. It was like 840 at night. I don't know if this is a thing in the South or in these small towns in the South. Dude, you would have thought it was like 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. This is Wednesday night in the summer. It was like 95 degrees out. We fucking put our bags down in this little place. That was cool. It was behind a liquor store. We go out looking for food because, you know, when you're driving, all you're eating you know, energy drinks and i think i ate i don't even know what the fuck i ate uh beep jerky or something i don't know and so we go out and we see this old timey like building and we're like oh is this this where we can get some food we go in you literally it's like a saloon door when you open a saloon door in an old western there's nobody in the place like a fucking gerbil (laughs) gerbil Uh, a tumbleweed i don't know why i said gerbil Uh, a tumbleweed went across the floor and there's two people in there, a bartender and somebody talking, and I go, Are you guys open? It's like it's like not even nine o'clock yet. They go, Yeah, yeah, we're open until eleven. So we go to the bar and we order some sort of food and we're like, fuck, I need a cocktail. It's been it's been a day. So EJ orders his cocktail, which is the dumbest fucking thing of all time. Sorry, EJ. It's like cranberry juice, vodka, and lime. It's just, you know, it's it's a mouthful. You know, you know what my cocktail is, baby. Gin and tonic. G and T. It's easy to say. He goes, can I get a Tito's with cranberry and a splash of lime? And the bartender's like, fucking A guy. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, so we get those, we have our little meal and it's like nine 45. And we're like, well, let's, let's explore this fucking street, dude. Nothing was open. We didn't know if there was like a, a, an event happening or something. It was like this cool ass street, Winchester, Virginia. You should, I would recommend going there if it was ever open. But then we find this whiskey bar, and we're like, all right, well we're in the south, let's go into this whiskey bar. So of course, your boy doesn't drink brown liquor. Um, don't got a taste for it. Not a man. Hairy chest, not a man. Um, and we go in, and they're like, oh, it's last call, but we can give you. It's like last call. It's like nine forty. What the fuck is going on? So we're there. We're chatting up some people at the bar. Uh, The bartender's nice. We're asking her, like, what's the deal? Like, why are people not around? And da-da-da. And so I get a yingling. EJ gets something. And that's another thing, too. That's a big... It's going to be a big theme of this episode. Yingling, baby. Uh, I don't know why it's not sold in Maine. But once you get into Massachusetts and down, it's there. And I'm not a big beer guy, but it is fucking delightful. So, got a yingling. So now I got a couple drinks in me. And... We say to the bartender, we're like, yo, is there any dive bars around here that are going to have like more people than this? And she said some place, what the hell was the name of the place? Hold on. I got to pull this up because if I don't pull it up, I want, cause I want everybody to go. Um, dive bar, Winchester, Virginia. Um, I think this might've been called the bar. <laughs> Someone EJ is going to message me as soon as he listens to this and tell me, nonetheless, she goes, yeah, go there. So, we go there, and co- again, cool little fucking town, and uh, Shawnee Granny's, uh, okay, I'm on Yelp, which is, if you go on Yelp, you're a fucking cuck. Excuse me, if you can go on there to look for things, if you write a review on Yelp, you're a fucking cuck. Um, the American Bar, Breakers, Downtown Saloon, Third Base Tavern, 360, Woodchuck, Side Pockets, Tona Poppet, look, they don't got it, they don't even, fuck you, Yelp, you don't even have the, this bar that was amazing. Anyway, Dive Bar jukebox, the jukebox, they're playing Air Force Ones as soon as we walk in by Nelly and Murphy Lee and whoever the fuck the other St. Lunatics are. Um, We go in, dude, there's a dog on the floor. They got one Jello shots. People are having a blast. 20 minutes in, everybody from the other bar, the the bartender from the first place, the bartender from the second place, they all show up. So what that means, if you've ever worked in food services, this is the place everybody goes after hours. This place is going to fucking fuck. Sorry. Mm. Got to hydrate. It's like 92 degrees out. So we have a couple drinks. We get to about 11 o'clock. We're in Winchester, Virginia. We got to be up at, you know, 7 a.m. to go to finish the rest of this fucking trip. And <laughs> it was a moment where EJ's like, we could buy everybody in this bar a shot. And we looked at each other and we go, it's the first night. We really shouldn't tie one on right now. And theme of this trip, we were responsible. We paid our tab, which was like six, 67 cents and we left and we went home and I proceeded to have the worst sleep of the trip. Cause I slept on a futon that was as wide as my back and I sweated and it was tough. I toughed it out. It was tough. Um, that was night one. <laughs> the next day, I don't recall really much of anything. It was mostly through Tennessee. Uh, we did the Blue Ridge Parkway, which was nice. And I think we were rolling in. Trying to see went through Knoxville. Tennessee's beautiful. We stopped at, uh, Bristol, Tennessee. We got a giant plate of barbecue. It's, again, again, we put some things in our bodies, but again, we split a tray. Now, normally I would get a tray for myself, a barbecue. We split a tray. We were very, and I got cherry Coke because cherry Coke and barbecue, you gotta have those two things. Um, now Normally, you would, you would, uh, you would uh, have a trade of yourself. I didn't have a trade of myself. We split one. We were responsible. Bristol, Tennessee is where NASCAR is. So there was a Dale Earnhardt <laughs> fucking mural on one of the walls. I guess like Bristol is half in Virginia and half in Tennessee. So technically, we were in Tennessee. We went to a giant Bass Pro Shop. I, I, I jizzed as soon as I walked in. Because as you all know, I love Bass Pro. I love Cabela's. I love fishing. So anything to do with that, especially in the South, gonna be a fantastic time. So we carry on. We got like four hours left. We got to drive across Tennessee to get to Nashville. Um, We go through Knoxville. We get close to Nashville. We're going to Hermitage, which Hermitage is um, right outside. It'd be the equivalent of like Scarborough to Portland, Maine. That's like kind of where it is. So. We get in. Now, we, we've been in a car for two fucking days, okay? We've stopped here and there, but mostly it's been conversation and not a lot of action. You know what I mean? Except for that dive bar in Winchester. So we roll right in, grab a quick shower. I throw on the tightest, shortest jeans you've ever seen in your life, jean shorts and a t-shirt. And I call EJ. And JC, idiots for wearing shorts below the knee. It's 2022. Come on, fellas. And we call an Uber. And we're going to go downtown because one of our friends is playing on the top level of Luke Bryan's. And you're saying, what do you mean by top level? What I mean is there's multiple bars there on Broadway that have like six levels to them. Or four levels or five levels, whatever you want to call it. And each level houses like a thousand people. So already you know the kind of guy I am. Mm, don't want to be there, (laughs) but it's on the top level. So I'm like, okay. So we go downtown and we step out of this fucking cab, excuse me, let me back up (laughs) before we even step out of the cab. The cab driver is telling us this place is fucking crazy. Now, this is a native Nashvilleian, if that's what they call him, And she was like, yeah, I don't ever come here. Like, so people who live there don't ever really go to Broadway. It's mostly for you know, drunk girls and bachelorette parties and uh, guys that want to... Literally guys that look like Morgan Wallen that are trying so hard to look just like him. It's unreal. So, so before we even get there, in Nashville, they have those pedal bikes. And what I mean is, like, there's a driver. And then on the back of this bike, there's a flat top bar. And on either side of the bar, there's five or six seats that are just little stools that have no seatbelt, no back, and they're wheeling around bitches. Because every time I have seen one of these, it has never been a dude. It's never been a pack of dudes. Girls, this is going to be a theme in this episode. Tell me why you guys like the pedal bikes. Just tell me. And they're playing like rap, super loud, and everybody's doing shots. Before we even got to the bar we were going to down Broadway, we saw one of these things. There was a girl that was swaying on her seat dollar bills falling out of her pocket in the back she's leaning forward she's leaning back dude i sound like a 45 year old dad right now but i tell you what if she would have fell back into traffic it, it would have been it would have been uh, i was gonna say kazoom tight curtains it would have been <laughs> so this is ej's first time kind of experiencing this so i'm like dude here we go because you dude it is it is you listen if you live anywhere near nashville and you don't want to spend 50 bucks to go to the movies for you and your girl or you and your guy or whoever the fuck, or if you just go by the movies by yourself, go to Nashville. Okay. It is more entertaining than a Marvel movie. Quote me on that. We get out. The noise hits us. The lights hit us. It is just mayhem of another proportion. Music, all types of music, neon lights. It's just, it's insane. It's insane. So we go into this bar, Luke Bryan's, we go up one level, we go up another level, we go up another level, and we go up to another level. And there's our buddy Joe playing on stage with somebody else. And we start drinking, we wait till the end of his set. We go out on the deck afterwards and we're just kind of like watching, right? We're just watching. And there are just, dude, there are parades of women all wearing the, 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 the maid of honor sashes in the bachelorette crowns and they're all wearing matching bachelorette shirts and it's just you hear things in the night like you'll hear like fuck him fuck him let's go here Karen I have to shit like dude you'll hear all (laughs) like I ladies tell me what is it about Nashville that calls you? Why? And on top of that too, when I'm getting drunk, which anybody who knows me knows that I don't get sloppy drunk. I get HH baby, I say. I've said it a million times on this podcast. I get happy and I get horny and then I go to sleep. I don't get crazy. I don't start fights. I don't get sloppy. A because I don't like feeling that way, B because I don't want people to see me that way. What is it about Nashville? That makes you guys go, welp, I'm here. Might as well puke on a sidewalk. <laughs> Dude. I I was saying to the guys there, we were watching from above. You get this great aerial view of the whole, the whole strip of shit. And I'm just like, man, even if I was single, I wouldn't even know how to approach a girl here. I wouldn't even know how to have a conversation here. Because you'd walk up and you'd be like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Kyle. And they'd be like, meh. Or they'd be like, K, yeah! I, like, I, I don't even, I would just, I'd be asexual. I would just look inward and just observe. I'm, I would be terrified. But I, I, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's a different world, dude. So here's one of the best parts of the trip. <laughs> so we're hungry. Now, holy shit, you know what? and this is and guys, listen, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, your boy's got massive a d d okay, so what I mean by that is i'm going to leave some parts out. I have notes, don't look at them as much as I should, but I forgot to say in Winchester in the morning, we had Waffle House for the first time. How many of y'all been to waffle House e j was not impressed. I was jizzing. <laughs> I was ing my pants. <laughs> I got the number one, dude. I don't even know what it was. It was everything they had. It was like cheesy grits and like a waffle. And it was the like a cup of coffee. The lady who was sitting, uh, one of the waitresses, I was dressed. I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt, camo Crocs, and a pair of shorts. The shirt was unbuttoned down to the last button. And she was like, that's a great outfit. I was like, fuck yeah, it is, lady. She's like, you're, you're, right. you're looking good in that. And I'm like, dude, if this is the South, I may want to move here. So, at Waffle House, so let me go, that's food, right? So just keep track of all the food. We go back. It's like 11, we want to get food. So, go to a place, we get Nashville hot chicken and waffles, have another drink. So now on the same day, I had Waffle House, and Nashville hot chicken and waffles. I'm ready to go. But we know we got a long trip ahead of us, SummerSlam Saturday night, it's Thursday night. So, we all decide to go back to the house in Hermitage. Me, JC, EJ. We get into a Uber. <laughs> and this guy picks us up in a minivan. Is it a minivan? Might have been a car. I don't recall. I think it was a minivan. And uh, so we're heading over to pick up Joe, which is like five minutes away. And then we're all going to go back to JC's house. And we're going to sit in a goddamn garage like men and drink yinglings. <laughs> Because apparently that's what you do in the summer at Nashville. dude, it's a it, it is it is the, the worst heat I've ever felt in my life. Worse than St. Louis, and these people want to sit in their goddamn garages and drink beer. I'm a sweaty boy. It, it, it was tough. So we're going. We are going, pick up Joe. On the sidewalk, it's like midnight now. Two girls, probably 12 or 13 are walking with like um like their arms crossed, like holding books, like they're leaving school. But it's, it's Thursday night. This almost was night. And I think JC's in the front seat and he says to the cabbie, he goes, that's weird. He's like, those girls are super young and it's super late for them to be out right now. And the cabbie goes, that's our Kelly pussy right there. <laughs> and we all go, oh, oh, oh. And he goes, yeah. He goes, tell you what. He goes, people can say what they want. I still love R. Kelly. So we're all like, holy fucking shit. Nope. Now, now, mind you, this guy hasn't said a word prior to this. So I try to change the conversation because I don't know what exactly he meant by that. I think he was saying that that is something R. Kelly would want, but still a little weird, a little creepy, right? But. Moving on. So I try to change the topic and I go, yeah, I go, you know, what do you think is the line between separating, you know, like something terrible somebody's done and their music? I go, I can, I can separate the two, but R. Kelly, I cannot. That is fucked up, right? Like people, like when the Kobe Bryant thing happened, people were like, I can't believe he would do that. It's like, what can't you believe? Like people are just people, whether they're a musician, a celebrity, an athlete, people are flawed. Okay. And I don't think Kobe Bryant's any less of a basketball player because he cheated on his wife and the girl said that, you know, he he touched her inappropriately, whatever. Um, if he did, yeah, fuck him for that. But I still think he's a good basketball player. Um, people act like the, the person that they like as a musician or an athlete need to be the same person. That's not... Not the case. So that was, I was trying to take the, the conversation in that direction, right? I was like Michael Jackson or whoever, like just trying to like get that going. So we're already kind of like laughing when Joe enters the car. So we get in the car and, and uh, we're about five minutes from home and we drive by a gas station and the cabbie goes, or the cabbie, you don't even call him a cabbie. The Uber driver was like, yeah, I got stabbed there last year. <laughs> And we're like, okay. So he told us, he was like, yeah, he's like, this fucking guy didn't want to put his mask on. And I told him to put his mask on and he fucking shanked me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then a little bit of silence and he goes, you know, he goes, I just want to thank you motherfuckers for being cool as shit. And we're like, oh, okay, man. He's like, yeah, like you guys are normal. He's like, you wouldn't believe the shit I see. So then I was like opening. I go, tell me what you've seen. And he goes, well. He goes, I was driving these girls home a couple months ago. Bachelorette party. Girls coming from Na- go, girls going into Nashville from wherever they were staying. And he goes, one girl in the back goes, hurry up, I, I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> so he goes, Girl, you better not you better not puke in this car. You better not puke in this car. we we guys, when I tell you I am choking laughing already. I'm choking laughing. He goes, So I get these girls downtown. He goes, so I get these girls downtown. I drop them off at the venue, wherever they were going. He's like, this girl gets out of the van. He's like, she runs right into the sidewalk. He goes, she pulls off her entire dress, nothing but a thong on and a pair of heels. She squats down. She pulls her underwear to the side and she blasts the fucking sidewalk. I mean, like she covered the fucking sidewalk in her duty. She shitted it all over (laughs) She, sh- <laughs> she shitted it all over the sidewalk and I was just sitting there going, God damn it. These white girls is nasty, dude. When I tell you, I have never, I haven't laughed like that in about a year. I haven't laughed like that in about a year. And this guy has no reason to lie, Right he's been pretty, uh, uh, forthcoming so far. Um, and we were just like, Holy shit, dude. And like, I'm sitting there going, well, that makes hundred percent sense. Like given what I've seen tonight. And then he's like, yeah, he's like, then one time I was giving this guy a ride and it looked like he had been mugged or something. His face was all fucked up. He was on the phone he was crying and his buddies were trying to get him to come back and not go to the airport. Apparently the night before at a bachelor party, this guy, had told the groom that the girl he was marrying was a fat piece of shit. <laughs> so they beat the shit out of him. And I was in the front going, you better stop crying. You better stop crying. And I was like, this has happened to you? And he goes, yeah. He goes, happened a few months ago. Same week. So I, I, <laughs> I asked this question again. Girls and guys, apparently. What the fuck is it about Nashville that makes you go Lord of the Flies, dude. What, what is it? Someone tell me. This guy <laughs> literally recounted a story where a girl probably had too much hot chicken and waffles and went onto a sidewalk in front of thousands of people naked with a thong on and a pair of heels and blasted the sidewalk. <laughs> So I'll ask the question again, guys. What is it about Nashville? Guys, we're only on day one. This is technically the first full day. Excuse me. No, this is the first night that we have been there. This is Thursday night. So uh, (laughs) I... Holy shit. Dude. So that was night one. That was night one. (laughs) Day two. Uh, we go to a we go to a diner, roadside diner, and uh, for breakfast I have uh, I have a cinnamon roll, I have biscuits and gravy, a side of bacon, a side of sausage, and a Yingling, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> so I went a little too hard. Now across the way from the diner was a biker bar. And the guy we were staying with is a biker. He rides a Harley. And he goes, we should go to my biker bar tonight. And EJ and I were both in agreement because I don't know if I could take another night on Broadway back-to-back because Saturday night we're going back there for SummerSlam. So I'm like, okay, that's a good idea. So now we got this gap of time, right? We got this gap of time. And EJ's like... Andrew Jackson's home, the tour, is really close to here. We should go see Andrew Jackson's home. I'm sure you don't want to do that. And I go, of course I do. So it's 100 degrees out. We get in the car. We go tour to to Andy J's uh, house, which was cool, weird, creepy, really fucking creepy, some of the stuff. Um, they allowed you to drink on the premises. So we had wine slushies. We had, uh, I had red wine. I'm not a slushy guy. Toward the premises. At a certain point, it got to be about noon or one. It was about 102 degrees. Your boy was dying. So we had to go. Now, this is the point where we could have made a good food decision, okay? After breakfast. So we went to the Kroger to get essentials, beer, and we were going to try to find something healthy to eat before that night. So we go in. We don't see anything we like, but off in the distance is a Whataburger. Now, first time I ever had Whataburger was in Texas, Wichita Falls, Texas. It was a shithole, but the burger was great. Some people in some camps would even put Whataburger right next to In-N-Out as far as like places you can go to get a fast food burger. And I had to try it again. So I said, you know what? Fuck this. No, 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 no. We're going to go to Whataburger. (laughs) This is hours after that breakfast I just described. We go to Whataburger. I get immaculate, busy. I got a jalapeno cheeseburger. It's a double. I got a side of fries. They bring it over to you. They're like, oh, do you want like nine different types of ketchup? I'm like, give me all the ketchups, like Chipotle ketchup, all this great shit, right? I look to my right and EJ is unwrapping a grilled chicken sandwich. And steam came out of my ears. I looked at him and I said, We're at Whataburger and you got a grilled chicken sandwich like a lady. (laughs) (laughs) I know what it's like now to be let down on a child. Cause if I'm going to be on my thick boy campaign eating, I need to know that the other people are with me through and through. And at this point, EJ was being too responsible for my liking. So whatever. So we got a little bit of time to kill and the idea was that we were going to go get a nice dinner somewhere, something that wasn't like, you know, Whataburger burger or waffle house or fried chicken and waffles or a diner, right? We were going to go someplace nice. So we were going to go to this like brewery that had pizza, but it looked like nice food. Right? Um, so we go, and as a line, and I don't want to wait in the line. I'm gonna wait outside. So JC goes, well, the the biker bar that we're going to, we um, you know, there's food there and it's good, and I go, you know what, let's just eat at the biker bar. So we all agreed to go there. So we arrive at the biker bar, at now, guys, this is my first time ever at a biker bar. Now I'm expecting to like walk in, there's a bunch of dudes and chaps and just wearing, (laughs) just. (laughs) just wearing just like one of the guys in the village people, right? You know, like the leather vest but with no shirt underneath and there's a hell's angel tattoo and they're just going to question me and I'm just going to get shanked and like thrown in the back somewhere, right? That's what I'm thinking. But I got to tell you, everybody was amazingly nice. Amazingly. And I don't know if you've ever been to a biker bar, but this is what happens at a biker bar. Bunch of guys stand on a deck and look at the bikes parked in front. And every single time somebody pulls up in a different bike, they go, well, gee, with a butt hanging out of their mouth. Well, you know, Jesus Christ, that fucking bike. Why, why am I doing the main accent? I can't do the Tennessee accent. But they're like, well, Jesus Christ, that guy's got a fucking 357 carburetor on that. And a fucking uh, dude. And then they all talk about it. And then when the guy gets to the front door, they start talking to him about said bike. And then they have a discussion and he goes in. This happened a hundred times that night. <laughs> EJ and I, not motorcycle guys, we're sitting there eating pizza pie and fucking whatever bar food we got, and drinking ranch waters. Everybody else there is doing a shot of whiskey, a company with a beer, shot of whiskey, a company with a beer, the entire night. Now, everybody was super cool, everybody was super nice, but there's only so so long that I can remember, or there's only so long I can take talking about motorcycles. I don't know shit about motorcycles. Right? So the guy we were with, I think he forgot we were there. (laughs) Great guy fucking forgot we were there. So EJ and I are like, fuck, man. We've been here for like three hours, four hours. We've been sitting on this deck. If one more guy rolls up with a butt in his mouth and he talks to another guy about a carburetor and a goddamn fucking motorcycle, I'm going to lose my mind. So we're trying to plan our exit. We're trying to plan our exit. Guys, we got there at like 530. I swear to Christ, we left at like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> Everybody was super nice, but I just, there's always so much you can take. You know what I mean? So we go to go home and EJ and I are like, all right, let's get our rest because we got a long day tomorrow. We're going to do Monell's, which I'll talk about in a second. And we got SummerSlam and it's going to be a long day. We're going to be back on Broadway. We need our we need our we need our beauty rest. So we get home. And you know when someone wants you to drink with them and you're done. You're done. You just want to go sleep. Well, the guy we were staying with, he wanted us to go in the garage with him for another hour and drink and watch him shine his motorcycle. <laughs> he wanted us to watch him Shine his pipes of his motorcycle because he was doing a ride the next day, and I never thought I'd be in this position in my life. <laughs> so, like, before I could even get through the half a beer that I was drinking in this ninety-nine degree garage, uh, he would be like, "You want another one? You want another one? You want another one?" Dude, at a certain point, I said that I had to go like pee or something. And I never went back. <laughs> <laughs> Left DJ out there. Take the taking fucking taking fucking minds in the in the in the dirt, dude. Whatever that old saying is from the south. Um. So. Yeah, I went to bed. So let's recap. Um, Let's see here. Um, bar food the first night. Waffle House. Uh, Chicken and waffles, road food, uh, diner, Whataburger, bar food at a biker bar. We're on day two. Um, And about 67 yinglings. So my stomach is, is... It is what you think it would be right now. But I don't really ever feel like I've been too full or too drunk because you can't really get drunk in 100 degree heat. It just comes right out of you. So the main event... Of the weekend was Saturday because Saturday morning we were gonna go to Monell's. Now, a thousand percent, no bullshit, not kidding here. If you go to Nashville, you gotta go to Monel's. I got three locations. It is family style Southern food, where you go in. I think you pay seventeen bucks, and if you want to get a hundred dollars out of that seventeen bucks, you can. It's really up to you and how responsible you want to be. So we go and we sit, and. We're at a table, a couple old ladies, and then some people from Florida, but mostly people from around the area that were either just coming from church or going to church. I don't know. They were really dressed up. And then DJ and I look like two degenerates. So we sit down, they bring out two pitchers of sweet tea. Now, I don't ever drink sweet tea, but in this, in this circumstance, I will. I go to pour myself a little glass of sweet tea. Lady across the way goes, oh, no, sweetheart, That that's the unsweetened. You don't want that. Without even breaking stride, she throws me eight Splenda packets. <laughs> I go, is this what I do? And she goes, yeah, sweetheart, like they, they, they don't label them here, but that, that's the unsweetened. Nobody drinks that shit here. And I'm like, okay. So I put the eight Splendas in, and it tastes like eight Splendas in iced tea. <laughs> Meanwhile, I watch this woman put – Probably half in her coffee, I think she only filled up half of the cup, half of it was cream, and about 96, I'm not even kidding, 96 sugars. She stirs it up, she takes a sip, and she goes, "Mm, perfect, tastes just like a monster. Tastes just like a monster, dude. The south's a different animal. So they bring out the first course. The first course is goddamn biscuits and gravy. And cinnamon rolls, <laughs> and I had some. And then family style, you get a giant tray the size of a checkerboard. I don't fucking know. And you pass it to the person next to you, so you just pass and pass and pass and pass food. The next course is like a three-foot tray of meat, like sausage, bacon, ham, some of something else. I don't even know. All locally raised. You take your fill for meat. So if you're keeping track. I put in biscuits and gravy at the bottom of my gut. Then a nice layer of ooey gooey cinnamon roll. And then another layer of bacon and sausage right on top of that. (laughs) And then they start bringing out like the bigger things. They bring out bread pudding. They bring out grits. They bring out corn something pudding. I don't fucking know. It was all pudding, but not pudding. It was grits or whatever the hell is in that shit. And then they bring out pancakes. they bring out fried chicken and they bring out waffles and I put all of it in my stomach every bit of it (laughs) and it was delightful it was delightful, but I will say this I was responsible because the first time I ever had Monell's I think I was put out for about 10 hours I couldn't move for 10 hours so I was like all right I'm gonna have a, a a responsible portion of this every time right but I will tell you if you go be responsible because you will be put out for an entire day and there's no way that you can make it back to Broadway ladies. If, if, or, or you can, you know what? I bet that girl who shit on the sidewalk had Monells that day and had too much. And that's what she blasted. All over the side. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I have thought about that every day since we've been back and I still can't fathom that a woman would need to shit so bad that she took off her dress and was drunk. Just in heels, just in a thong, thingamajiggies out, and ripped the song thong to the side and blasted a sidewalk. I, I, I can't fathom, but I know this guy. I know this guy wasn't fucking lying. I know this cabbie, Uber driver, whatever you want to call him, he wasn't lying. He would not lie to me. I, I hope I meet him again or see him again. Mm. So we go to Monel's. Now we know that we gotta rest. So we rest the entire afternoon before Summerslam, right? We go to SummerSlam, go to this bar before called Losers. Um, we meet up with a bunch of people. We go into the event. It's pro wrestling, baby. I'm not going to bore you too much with that. It's a four-hour show. Nice, concise, great seats. Awesome event. Super great. We fucking – we call it a night. Well, we don't call it a night. We go get some beers after that. On, the, on the, This is the south for you. On the bridge that you take over to get to the stadium – there was, um, people protesting the event or, or saying that it was the devil and that we needed to be saved. And it was like people like trying to convince people, you know, like pro-life people and stuff. And it was, it was just the South, you know what I mean? It's the South. So we get back over to Nashville, we get back over to Broadway. and EJ and I are just, we're done. We're done, dude. We are absolutely Done. So we get a few more beers this place called losers and it's the same as the first night it's girls wearing cowboy boots, girls wearing cowboy hats, piss drunk doing karaoke. Every guy is dressed like Morgan Wallen going fishing. It looks like it looks like every guy just left varsity baseball practice. That's what it looks like. <laughs> like, I can't describe it any better than that with a mullet. I can't describe it any better than that. Like, on the way out, it was like we were leaving Vietnam on the way out. We were leaving, I turn around, I give one last look to Broadway, and it's just a girls on a sidewalk like with their head in their hands like, oh, I shouldn't have drank so much, and like, just bachelorette shirts up everywhere. And we get in the cab, and we go home and we've had enough in Nashville. <laughs> and I just I I don't know. I, I I this is the part about getting older that sucks, right? So this is always, these are stories. These podcasts are stories, some are serious, some are funny. This is serious and funny, obviously. <laughs> um but I, I remember the first time I went, I liked it. And I think even in college, I would have loved it, but this is, this was the trip that made me realize that I am not 22 years old anymore, where I still would have thought it was crazy at 22, but like, I can't be at places like this anymore. Like I want to be fishing. I want to be with some buddies that I enjoy. I want to, I want to hang out at the house. I want to go, if we do go to a bar, I want to be a dive bar you know, with a certain type of music playing. I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. So that may have been my last time in Nashville, excuse me, my last time on Broadway. I will go back to Tennessee. I will, I will visit Monell's. I, I want to do the Smoky Mountains. Um, so long story short, if you're a bachelorette or you're a person getting married and this sounds like a great time to you, head on down. There's actually wing murals or there are actually women and people in general. There are so many places for you to take Instagram photos. It's insane. Like if you enjoy standing in front of a pair of wings and then going to a four-story bar and puking on a sidewalk, this place is for you. This is your Disneyland, right? If you're more like me, um, go there for 10 minutes, be entertained, skip the price of a movie and hit Monell's and go to see Andy Jackson's house. And, uh, maybe even stop off in Winchester, Virginia at that dive bar and pet the dog and, and, you know, have a yingling for a dollar 50. If you're into that, I guess. So in closing, if you're going to Nashville, um, just, just be prepared. That's the best. The best thing I can tell you is just be prepared. If you're going and you are looking for that kind of time, uh, bachelorette party time. Great. Um, if you're not, you might want to think about a different place like Cody, Wyoming, where me and Amy are going in a couple weeks. And I can almost guarantee you that there is not going to be one person shitting on a sidewalk there. (laughs) So yeah, that's the Nashville episode, guys. Um, again, now that the summer is fading, I will be back more. You can look at the history of this podcast and the summer of dips because your boy, even now, it's 2.45 on a Sunday. I'm at the office. I'm working. I never stop working. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go buy my food for the week. I'm going to go home. I'm going to rig up the Cadillacs. and I'm going to go fishing because I got to get the fishing in, dude. I got to get the time in when I can be in a tank top in a bathing suit and catch some fish. Because once the winter comes, it's depression time, baby. <laughs> so, oh my God. So guys, that was the Nashville episode. I'm not sure if it was what you expected, but I just wanted to catalog what happened. I just wanted to, there was no story behind it. The only, the only silver lining or story was that I think I'm old now. I think I'm old now. <laughs> Coming soon. Got dual mics. Going to start having guests. If you want to be, and this is the thing, a lot of podcasts don't do this shit. If you're in Southern Maine, you want to be a guest. You want to talk about something, hit your boy up. Come on in. We're not interviewing celebrities around here. Fuck that noise, dude. It's going to be usually me. And then if I want someone to come in and talk about something hilarious or serious, we will do that. So like, comment, subscribe, um, avoid Nashville. If you don't want to see people shitting on the sidewalks, Um, or if you do, if you're into that sort of thing, go to Nashville. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Yo, hang up. That's police.